Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Maybe you're feeling a little cynical or down in the dumps today. You'd be justified. (laughs) This world is going through difficult and tumultuous times. In today's update, Pastor J.D. reads But God stories from fellow believers. These stories show how God is working and being faithful in the midst of very trying and confusing circumstances. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 26th. 2021. I start my new job, a giant promotion, with a company that is for freedom of choice and religion at the end of this month. God is so good. This is from Mike. He writes, I am a Minnesota State employee. The word came down from the governor that I cannot go into the office unless I am fully vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. I believe the Lord led me to submit my exemption letter the next day. Not only did I submit it to HR with the two supporting documents detailing information about the cell lines engineered from aborted children, I copied my boss, his boss, the CIO, her boss, the COO, and his boss, the CEO, executive director. The thought was, I didn't want anything to get lost in the translation all the way to the top of our agency. HR's initial response was emphatic. You cannot send this type of information to these individuals. I did not reply. A week and a half later, I received an email from HR stating that I can work from home and will not be required to come into the office. Praise the Lord. Hold on loosely to this world. This is from Sally. She writes, thank you so much for your ministry. I recently got a message from my niece, who is a doctor of physical therapy, who was about to lose her job over the vaccine and suggested she visit your website and get a religious exemption certificate. She hesitated, thinking that she would possibly be caving into the vaccine agenda if she got an exemption, but finally decided to request one from your ministry. She texted me today and told me that her religious exemption had been approved, and she would not lose her job. Praise be to God, and may He pour out tremendous blessings upon your ministry 
for your willingness to help so many people. I live in Tennessee and she is in Colorado. We are both very grateful and I am hooked on the prophecy updates until Jesus comes to bring us home. Yeah, hopefully that's not too much longer. This one wishes to remain anonymous. Dear Pastor J.D., first, thank you for allowing yourself to be God's mouthpiece, not that you have a choice. <laughs> I have been watching your sermons for a while now and was waiting for the religious exemption letter on your website. I work for a big global investment bank based in New York City. The day I requested for the exemption letter was the day I received the much dreaded email from corporate. Even though I have asked that he gives me the courage to accept his will, even if it meant to lose my job of 17 years, that email sent me in the morning. The email essentially said that, I am not and will never be allowed in the building as only vaccinated people are allowed, and the split operation of working from home and office has officially ended, and our base will be back in the office as pre-COVID days. I love my job, and I love the people I work with. Even though I had time to wait for your letter, for some reason I was anxious and wanted to get it over with. So I asked my boss for a phone call and it was basically asking him to just please lay me off as I will not take the jab. Not ever. After I pretty much begged him to fire me, his response was, but this is not your decision alone and that he does not want to let me go. It took me a good few seconds to digest that. He proceeded to tell me that the office is not the only place I can be of help to our department, and since I have been working from home for more than a year now, there is no reason why I can't continue to do that. His parting words were, you just continue to do your job from home and let me worry for you. Your problem is my problem. You're going to have to trust me. I felt like God took control of my boss and literally spoke to me to tell me to let him be God. I think that's Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. It's kind of like sit still. For some of us, that's a problem right there. Just be still, calm down, Sit still, I am God. Imagine, what a novel idea, what a novel idea. What happened to me that day is unheard of in the global corporate world. They call the shots, but that day he showed me his might and I felt his love. I wish to be anonymous, Pastor, if that's okay. I just wanted to encourage our brethren that he is here with us, and he goes before us and fights the battle for us, and there is absolutely nothing impossible with him. Thank you so much for your service, sir. This is from Violetta. Hello, family and Jesus. I would like to confirm to you and my brothers and sisters 
that working with vaccinated people and clients, shedding is real. When you started to read the testimony of Diane G., bone and muscles therapist, this was last week, I decided to write to you my story about symptoms. I am in aesthetics and massage. I'm very close to clients touching their skin. Recently our spa became very busy and I had lots of clients. I started to have not only headaches, but tiredness and sweating systems, but I had lower back pain. I have to explain something about my back pain. I have never experienced lower back pain in my life. I was a competitive swimmer and I was even in the kayaking Olympic team. When I took vitamin D3, vitamin C, zinc, and ivermectin, the pain was gone. I was thinking that I'm going crazy. What do these supplements have to do with back pain? I take the vitamin C, D, and magnesium, and zinc, and ivermectin to prevent shedding. When I listen to the testimony of Diane G, I realize the lower back pain is a symptom too. Wow, I confirm this. Thank you, Pastor, so much for your boldness, and thank you, all my sisters and brothers who support this amazing shepherd. That's you. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you all, and glory be to God that we support each other with knowledge about this devilish injection with Yeshua. Peace, Violetta. This is from Linda. Be prepared to be blown away by God. August 23rd of this year, my brother Steve lost his job at an engineering firm in southwestern Ontario, Canada, for his choice to not be vaccinated. He sensed it was coming weeks before, as the pressure to take the jab was mounting. He was nearing retirement, but due to financial pressures, was not able to retire yet. This was terribly upsetting news, but Steve and his wife, Linda, are devout Bible-believing Christians, and they committed their situation to prayer. Many others were also praying for God to provide for their needs. A week after Steve's dismissal, he logged on to his main computer to pay bills. While there, he happened to check his emails. To his utter astonishment, in an old email that he rarely ever used, was a job offer from a company in the area seeking Steve's employment. Miracle that it is, it's not the best part. Are you ready for it? Not only did God provide a new job before Stephen had actually sought one, the offer came in the same Monday morning that Steve was fired, blown away by God's goodness and praising Him in Ontario, Canada. Moral of the story, check your old emails. You never know. Hello, Pastor J.D. I'm writing to you from Zielona Gora, Poland. I'd like to tell you my short story about how God is working in my life. He prepared for me a new job just a few months before all this mess with COVID. 
I was praying to God for a new job for quite a few years, but because of my problems with neurosis, God helped my, me great deal with it already. I was in fear to change it, afraid if I can handle it. In my previous job, I was mobbed by my boss and didn't earn much, but God pushed me to send in an application in December of 2019. And after just a few days and a few conversations with just one company, I had new employment. It happened so fast that I didn't even have time to think about it. God did it His way and in His timing. Now I have a better job, much better wages, but most important of all, my new boss is a believer in Jesus Christ, who I can talk to about the Word of God. I went from being mobbed to being respected and appreciated. Also, he's against vaccination and doesn't push it on anyone in our company. I can even work from home if I want to. I don't have much contact with people who are vaccinated. God is so good to me. He had His timing and prepared all of it for me exactly when I needed it. I'm so small, but my God is so big. Glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is from Kim. I am a teacher in the state of Kentucky. The staff at my school received the vaccine in February. I chose not to receive it. In May, several vaccinated staff members started coming down with COVID. On May 19th, I tested positive. I truly believe I contracted it from a vaccinated co-worker. My husband dropped me off at the emergency room four days later with a 104 fever and very low oxygen levels. Six days later, and after two different COVID drugs, the doctors said there was nothing else they could do for me. My doctor called my husband and said, she is in God's hands now. The doctor told me he would give me morphine to make me comfortable, and I would just go to sleep. How's that one? Early the next morning, I was lying there in their critical care unit, and I remember my alarms going off, and I prayed, God, please take care of my family. I heard God say, not yet. I remember feeling my body jerk. I then heard, I'm coming very soon. I took the deepest breath I've ever taken. I opened my eyes, and the sun was coming up and shining through my window. I almost died that day, but God breathed air into my lungs and saved my life for a second time. I am still on oxygen, but I am so happy to be back at school. I know my purpose is to spread God's glory through my testimony. That's a miracle. That is a miracle. We run a fair-sized supermarket hardware combination store in a small, low-income, high-desert community of Southern California. Our store is a for-profit business, but it shares our 100% owned 
by our small church entities so that the store pays all taxes due so that we personally do not own and cannot benefit financially from the business. It is God's mission to this small community. We are His servants. During the first year of the panic-demic, we knew that from the first day we reluctantly complied with the mask and other mandates to stay below the health department radar, but we stopped enforcing them after the first few months when it became clear what the game was. Since that time, we only posted required signs, but stopped any enforcement of mask wearing or anything else like that. When the vaccine became available, we who are believers and many others of our staff and customers knew from the get-go that we would not take any vaccine, nor would we require it of staff or customers ever. Believing is seeing, per Pastor JD. (laughs) So far, thank God, we have had very little issue with any of the mandates and have been supported by our county supervisor. The most amazing result is that instead of the trauma of closure, loss of income, and even loss of the whole business, our store almost doubled its sales in the first few months of mid-2020. We have been inundated with business and have been struggling to keep the store stocked in this time of disrupted supply. That's an issue, by the way. The work of the enemy is so clearly obvious in all of this, but God has provided us with enough extra income that we have been able to give substantial raises and even a large bonus to our staffers with another one on the horizon. We expect vaccine mandates and other nasty regulations to come our way, but we and our believing management people are determined to hang tough with God and never require vaccination certificates, come what may. We will remain open to serve whoever needs to be served if it should come to the point where supermarkets are ordered to require vaccination of customers. We will not comply in God's name. We'll even ship to Hawaii if if we need to. (laughs) We'll be emailing you several addresses to ship to. Dear Pastor J.D., I am a towboat cook and work on the Mississippi River. I have been listening to you for a long time. We have no church out on our boat that goes up and down the river. I have so much lived your encouraging messages. They give me so much hope, and your messages on the vaccine has really helped. My company is really putting pressure on us to get the jab. I have been able to share your messages with Lots of co-workers, thank you so much for your work and hopeful messages from the Bible. I'm the cook on the boat, and it gets lonely being the only Christian. Two weeks ago, a fellow cook died on another boat from my company. When we get to port, it seems they always have a crew van ready to rush us over to get vaccinated. Roger died five days after getting the shot. 
He felt pressured in getting it. My company for now has backed down from mandating it, but we have heard it's coming. Thank you so much for all you do and your staff. God is really working out here. The men want answers. They seem to feel something isn't right. God has me there for such a time as this. I hand out Bibles. Give them your website and point them to Jesus as our only hope. Love you all. See you at the rapture. Uh, real quick comment on, on this. There are so many people not professing Christians that are starting to ask the right questions. And it is incumbent upon us to give to everyone an answer of that hope that lies within us. These are people who are searching for answers and they're saying things like, this isn't right, something doesn't make sense. Doesn't the Bible say something about this? Is this in Bible prophecy? Isn't there something in the book of Revelation about this? Hello, we are from Canada, and while the news has reported the church burnings, the government appears to be more interested in getting everyone vaccinated. It's not a headline in the news anymore. What has God done for us? God has provided for us in ways I never imagined would happen. Long story short, I left my full-time job as a medical coder in a hospital, and I did see that code for legal beheadings by guillotine mentioned in one of your updates. God allowed me to become a stay-at-home wife and mother so I could homeschool our daughter, and I could avoid the inevitable vaccine requirement at my job. When once I didn't think it was possible for us to live on one income, we now live well on my husband's income and are out in the forest, away from the big city. Here's the chicken skin. Sounds like the local gal, yeah? God provided a mountaintop log home on a lake in a market where the bidding wars make your head spin. Sound familiar? We had no other competition to buy our home. God allowed us to escape before things got wild. It's only now that our area is requiring proof of vaccination for businesses. The Bible teaches that God will take care of us if we trust Him, and we lean on that daily. My favorite verses are Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and Psalm 91. God bless you from Canada. Dear Pastor Farag, I have been in healthcare for 48 years, 43 of which have been as a registered nurse. Due to the mandated jabs, I was unsure if I would be able to achieve my goal of 50 years in healthcare. Thanks to you and your amazing team, I received my exemption and will be able to reach my goal. Afraid my family would no longer love me and the shame of being single, Catholic, and pregnant, I chose to have an abortion at age 21. Being saved and having repented, I knew God had forgiven me. Forgiving myself has been more difficult, though. During one of your prophecy updates, you looked into the camera and said, if anyone out there has had an abortion, God forgives you. Thanks for joining us for this special Mid-East Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. 
We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.